Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Weakness, Lord. 
that the praise and worship 
was in a different format. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, beautiful. So we found out that even Apache, we are behind. The other many branches, they have switched already. Hallelujah. So the back there, we have new equipment. And anytime you have something new, so Kofi is really doing well, putting everything together. I think it's a good place to put oh, your yeah. hands together for his team. Hallelujah. So you will notice that the sound, when I even entered, I saw that the sound, I heard that it, the sound was a little bit different, much better. Are you with me? Amen. I don't know if you can notice, but you just pay attention. And it will get better and better and Amen. better. Is that not what it is oh, now? Yes. Yeah. The prison worship you, team, they have to get used to how to move along yes. with the track. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's a fantastic thing. If we can switch successfully, I will be very happy because Amen. it will reduce many of the staff here. And it will give the back, the team at the back, less work. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you happy for changes that we have? Amen. May you have many changes like that in your life. Amen. I said positive changes. Amen. Positive changes Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you lift up your hand and let's worship the Lord. Let's thank him this Let's thank him this morning. This morning. It's still the morning. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Oh, yes, Lord. Just thank him for the gift of life. Give him the praise. Give him the honor. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord.
Father, we bless you, we honor you. You have the times and the seasons in your hand. The children, we cannot, Lord, miss the seasons. That is why you gave the sons of Issachar special gifts to know the times and the seasons. And because of that, your people were guided through them, O God. Therefore, Lord, we pray this morning that cause us to understand the seasons. Cause us to understand the times. Help us to understand the seasons, Lord. The right time to do the right things, O God. That we will not look back and then say that we would have done this, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And if you have missed anything, we pray, O God. Give us the spiritual intelligence, O God. To restore. To restore the times and the years that we have missed. To restore the things that we have missed, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We come before you and we ask for your grace. The grace to live for you. The grace to serve you. The grace to do what we want to do. What you, are, you want us to do. In the name of Jesus. I empty myself for your people, Lord. And I say, Lord, I ask, Lord, with all humility, use me for your glory. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And let everybody say, Amen. Amen. Please take your seat. And those sitting in the outer Nana and Mami, can you please come into there? And I would like to, please, one of the things I love to see or love to do is to interact whilst I'm preaching. So if you can move forward, Auntie Joyce, you know, I know that that is your right spot. But you can move a little bit forward. Okay. Where's my drama? My new drama. All right. Turn to the person close to you and say, my sister or my brother, I'm happy to see you this afternoon or this morning. What time is it? Wow. The tracking, the soundtrack will help us a lot. We saved a lot of time. So we will close on time. Hallelujah. Well, we've been talking about the seven great principles. Things that we, we need in our lives. Hallelujah. Is it true? Yeah. We need them to do well in this world. And I, um, it is my prayer that all of us will come along. Hallelujah. You see, the kingdom, we, in the kingdom, we need to know how things are done. Hallelujah. And many of them are based on principles. Knowing Jesus Christ is different from knowing the principles of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So you find out that many believers, we know Jesus Christ, but we don't know the principles 
And a principle is a principle. An unbeliever will use a principle for, and it will work for him. Hallelujah. That is one of the principles that is not only in the Word of God, the principle of giving and giving to the poor. Hallelujah. Many unbelievers, they believe that, and they use it to their advantage. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So you find out that even the other religion, our brothers, the Muslim religion or the Islamic religion, sometimes they just intentionally put money in their pocket and they go around, look for those in need and give to them. Am I saying something here? I believe that America is great because America's ability to give to all nations go out against their well, against the citizens' well to help other people. Hallelujah. And that makes it great. Anyone who learns this principle, one of the things that we should pass it on to our brothers at the other side of the world is to teach them how to give. Hallelujah. Many times when we visit them, they are expecting from us. They don't expect to give to us. But you find out that if they look at us carefully, you would, they wouldn't find something to give to us. But they have it at the back of our mind that they don't have. And because, and when we do that, we keep on encouraging them that way. They still remain in the poverty. Sometimes you have to tell them, you have to give to me. Give to me. You just came back from, when you were coming, did they give you anything? Not much, right? As much as you give to them. It's everywhere. You know, sometimes I tell my people that, you know, you see me buying something as simple as Milo. Because if you compare over here and over there, it's much cheaper. And you see me. So can you afford a tin of Milo? I ask them, can you afford a tin of Milo? And sometimes I say, I want you to give it to me. Does it mean that I need? That is what one of the things that Bishop is also teaching us. He said, giving is not necessary. The person is needed. America does not need anything. You get it? Yeah. But we need, must learn. I'm talking about principle. Hallelujah. And these great principles that we are learning, if we can understand them well, number one, we will excel in the kingdom. And then number two, we would do very well in our Christian life. Even our characters will change. Am I preaching, please? Hallelujah. Yeah. So the principle of giving, there are so many principles. So we said that the first principle we talked about, man is a spirit, he has a soul, and lives in the body. Hallelujah. And then we also talked about that one, I believe everybody now is along with us. Hallelujah. As you are sitting here, you are a spirit being, you have a soul, and then the soul and the spirit, they live in a container. And the container is you sitting here. Hallelujah. So if you are a spirit and you see yourself as this, that means there's another version of you sitting here like that, inside you. I will say it again. If you are a spirit and then you are saying you are who you are sitting here, 
then the spirit being in you is exact uh, 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 structure or exact version of what we see here. Hallelujah. And one of the revelations that I said that day was that you will need to now begin to see beyond what the physical eyes will see, what the physical ears will hear. And Jesus said it. Hearing, do you also know hearing? Because the Pharisees, they were not, they didn't, they were not operating with the help of the inner man. Hallelujah. So I mean, many decisions should be based on the real you. Because if it is based on this one, it will be fake. It will be fake. In many things. So you find out that those who get the revelation of seeing, get a training the inner person to see, they excel. How come you have something like an Akazo Bible School in a place called Mampong in Ghana? Many people will not even think about it. Archbishop said one day, I have a Bible school, you know, and if you go to Dominion Bible School, it's at the center of the city. And it's a very nice place in, by any standard. But anytime he goes to Mampong, he says, this vision is fantastic. He loves what he sees. Because how can, if I even even conducive to put a Bible school at the center of the city. It has to be in a secluded place. Ability to wait on the Lord. So you see the prayer gardens, you see this, you see now, it is even the way, how is it moving from just one Gethsemane building, one building, one building like three rooms or four rooms in the living room. We used to go there, have pastor's meeting, and a poor meeting, we just meet in the living room. Then that environment has expanded to become like an Akazo now. It takes a vision. It takes the person inside you operating under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And it's every aspect. Today, Bishop was saying how to start a church. He was preaching how to start steps of how to start a church. It's everything. How to start a church. How to uh, start maybe marriage. How to start a business. How to start how to go to school, everything. So this principle is for all. Hallelujah. And it's a principle. If it guides you well to start a church, it will guide you. The same thing can help you to choose a partner. The same thing can help you to even go into school. Hallelujah. And the second principle is the spirit of the unsaved man is dead, number one. And then, and one, because he's dead, is desperately. I want you to understand it well, catch the revelation. If you catch it well, you will not forget these principles. The spirit of the unsaved man, the person who is not saved, his spirit is dead. He's dead to everything. He's dead to your emotion. Is dead to any pain that it will cause other people. Is is dead is dead to many things, and because of that death part, the person is desperately very wicked. Yeah. 
Desperately wicked. That's why you find one person, one brother, will fellowship with a daughter and then fellowship with a, a mother. Or two siblings. If both of you cry, I don't care even if this family destroys. Destroys. It's, it's this, yeah, this family destroys. Uh, what I want to do is what I want to do. I just want to please myself. Yeah. Because after you've done that, the two siblings, they will never come together again. The relationship will never be the same. And it happens. All the branches where we were, they will say something like that. Yeah. The person had a daughter, and the daughter was from her sister's boyfriend or beloved. So will you be uh, surprised that if the two sisters will not be talking? Yeah. And who caused it? The desperate, wicked man. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And then what else? What's the third, third principle? After you are born again, uh-huh, Your, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. The principle of the third the spirit of a saved man is righteous and truly holy. Clive, thank you so much. Yeah. Number three is this one. The spirit of a saved man is righteous and truly holy. Hallelujah. The next principle is what Antifisher was giving. Yes. Number four. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. It's a baby. Your physical being age is 30 years. The spirit man is now a baby. One day, two days old. Three days. One week. One year. A newborn. Hallelujah. So those who do not give themselves opportunity to be fed on the breast milk. Hallelujah. Amen. And keep on staying in the babyhood stage. You see that many things that they do, it's not what you are expecting them to do as a, a child of God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And it's very important that we really need to pay attention for the pay attention to the newborn baby and help this newborn baby to grow. And the word of God is what helps this newborn baby to grow. Hallelujah. Say amen. Beautiful. The next one, please. Principle number five. Yes. Number five. After you are saved, your mind is still the same and in mass what? Be renewed. It must be renewed. And that is where we ended, right? Yes, last week. The mass, it must. The principles are so powerful that I find it difficult to rush through. Hallelujah. And we, we saw that the mind is most, the, one of the powerful tools in our lives. Hallelujah. Yeah. The seeds of many things 
The Bible interchanges the mind with the heart. Hallelujah. Yo, so, because, so you find out that, you know, and then I think we read, you know, I think Proverbs, you know. No, we find it from Proverbs that you, you, the heart, is if pay, there's a verse that says that diligent, guard your heart. Proverbs 4, 22, 23, Proverbs 4, something like that. Give it to me, please. Guard your heart with all. Keep thy heart with all what? For out of it are the issues out. Out of it. Hallelujah. They don't go into the heart. They come out. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, what comes, of, what comes out of us is what defiles us, not what goes in. And you think about it, it's true. Hallelujah. And it's something that can defile you. You have to keep it for some time. If you keep it. Anything that was wrong, you don't just make it and it was one day. You cook the food, it will not just, it just needs to sit down for some time. So if the thing is coming out and it's going to defy somebody, that means you have kept it at a place. And that place is in your mind. And the Bible interchanges the mind and the heart depending on what it's trying to say. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Am I teaching today? Yeah. So we need to pay attention to the mind. And that is why God said, what brings the changes, you know, right from the beginning of Jesus' ministry, Matthew chapter 5, after the Beatitude, you will find out that the fonts are all red. That means Jesus was teaching continuously without anybody asking a question. All red to end the five, all red to end the six, and then it started seven. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And many of the verses say, you have heard, but I'm saying, you have heard. The hearing has affected your mind. The hearing has affected the way you do things. The hearing has affected the way you think and the way you behave, the way you carry yourself. Hallelujah. Are you, the way you live your life, the way you perceive things. That is why I was saying that the mind if we neglect the mind, because many times we, we, we encourage believers to develop themselves spiritually, spiritually, but one of the parts of our, you know, our Christian life we need to pay attention is the mind. If we neglect the mind, we neglect it to the detriment of our lives and our salvation, to our peril. If there's a word like that. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So we read 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. If you start from verse, it says, Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are carnal. That is four. They are carnal. They are not carnal. Uh-huh. But mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds. And then the Bible gave semicolon. If I, if I went to a good school, what I do understand that after that is coming to explain the word before the semicolon. Am I saying it right? 
Joyce, you went to a good school. Yeah. So what are those strongholds? And then Paul said, verse 5, he said that for casting down imaginations in the mind, and then the next one, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. They are all here. They don't say them. Hallelujah. A high thing. It has exalted itself. I'm not going to do what the pastor is saying. I'm not going to do what the word of God is saying. Everything you are just contemplating. You are a very nice person, so you don't want anybody to see the other side of you. But it is here. Are you with me, please? And then the next one, it says that, and then bring it into captivity. No, no. Bring it into captivity. Everything thought to the obedience of Christ. If we don't bring the thing into captivity, allow the word of God to remove some of these things, Christians will die in failures and in many things that it is not the word of God. Against the knowledge of God. Knowledge is powerful. We hear bishops saying it's a key. Knowledge is a key. One a key to many things, knowledge. That's why God said, my people, they are just perishing because they don't have the knowledge. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Brethren, the mind is very powerful. And I said that, how do we form these strongholds, this negative pattern of thinking, you know, if, you see, a stronghold can be a positive thing. Don't get me wrong. Because if you allow the Holy Spirit to captivate, to fortify that stronghold, that stronghold will become a good positive influence in your life. And when you allow the enemy, the demons to also, then it resists the word of God. And that's what Paul is trying to say. Anything, that stronghold over there has been allowed to be fortified by demons. And because of that, they resist the word of God, the knowledge of God. And he put them into captivity. So Jesus said, because of your tradition, and the way the stronghold they are formed is through your, the cultures. And Jesus said, because of your traditions, you have made the love of God not effect. It's not working. Because you are holding on to many things. I'm saying that pray for your enemies. Yeah, are, are you with me? Or, or those who persecute you. But you are saying that if you slap me one, I will give two. And you can see that to pull something is not like a casual thing. That is why I'm telling you, cultures are powerful. We have positive ones, and we also have negative ones. Traditions, the upbringing, the past. The past, the things that you have heard. The past. The past is something else, brethren. The past can derail all your, everything that the Word of God is trying to do. The past. Many people does not want to enter into a relationship again because of their past. Because of the experience. Yeah. In fact, if you listen to people, those 
that are doing the other things, you know, many of them, they enter into gay and lesbianism because of what somebody did to them. So because of that, I'm not going to relate with any man in my life. Yeah. Somebody will say, because of that, I'm not going to relate with any woman. Now I'll go for men. Or I will be faithful to dogs. My dog will not misbehave. Bills like that, it's not easy to pull it down. It's not easy to bring it down. So that's why I say the word there is pull, to pull it down, to pull anything that is fortified. You need extra energy. You can't use one type of prayer, one type. That is why it is very important to expose ourselves to the Word of God regularly, regularly, regularly. One of the ways to do that is to attend church service regularly. Listening to messages, 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 read the Word. Listening to messages is one of the things that we can use. Each one pulls something. Each one pulls something. Each one pulls something. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? It's very important, brethren, what I'm sharing with you. Yeah. The mind. And Paul said, because of that, the enemy, the second, is this second Corinthians 4.4? has blinded the mind, the God of this world. And who is that God? The God of this world, the enemy, has blinded because, remember what I said, we see through the eyes, but we see with the mind. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And what the enemy is doing is that once I can get your mind to be blinded, I'm, I'm cool. It's blind to the word of God because that is what going to that is what is going to bring the new renewal. That is going to bring the blessing, the prosperity, the new you, the way you must behave in your life. Yeah. So once I get you to blind your mind, that's it. I take the battle to the mind, that realm of the mind, and I get you not to see. To see with the mind. You can see through the eyes, but once I get the mind, you know, that is what I was saying. That I, was, I was demonstrating you seeing here. I said, Can you go to the restroom as you are sitting here? You close your eyes. Say, You want to go to the restroom. Ah, but why, why didn't you pass here? Yeah. Because in her mind, he knows that the restroom is to this side. Hallelujah. That's why somebody can be blind, but the person can still do. Many other things because the mind is now guiding the person. So imagine now your eyes, you are blinded, and then your mind is also gone. Double. You can't get anything done. Yeah. It's very important. As he thinketh. So Proverbs 23, verse 7, right? As he thinketh. So now it's not like so he will be all. So is. As he is thinking. So is. Yeah. And Paul said, God is able to 
to do exceedingly abundant above all. So your prayer life is also in the mind too. Are you surprised that the enemy is going over there? Trying to just corrupt your mind so that good prayers will not go on over there. Yeah. So your prayer, what you are saying with your mind through your prayers should be in line. In line with what you are thinking here. Don't say it, amen, and then you don't believe. I see you marrying in the name of Jesus, and then you say, Amen. And Reverend, oh, you don't know. You don't know. No, no, I've heard this. That one is the mind. You have negated everything. You have negated everything. Sorry. Yeah. The type. You need to have. No, trust me, it's, it's not only in the church. It, many things, many things, if God can help us even to perceive, because that the stronghold is the ideology, you know, the perception, the, um, what are some of the words, good, good words, you know. Yeah? Yeah. The, all those things, if you can... Trust God for you to take you beyond certain things. And that's why I was saying that many of the decisions is based on the past. For instance, anytime I get opportunity how I want to people, I say, so if you want to marry somebody, if somebody is older than, younger than you, will you marry the person? Where we come from, our culture, our tradition, does not allow a woman to marry a brother who is younger. Can, can you, I hope somebody can help me to answer their question. The first thing you will hear, ah, Reverend, my baby brother, my baby brother. Hey! And your senior brother too that you, you are trying to this person is behaving like a baby in every aspect of their marriage. His mind, his thinking, his knowledge, his everything is like somebody who is young. You get frustrated in the thing. But his numbers, uh, is, his numbers are saying that he's older. Can you catch the revelation here? So the key thing is that the person is not about the number but about how the person takes the word of God. Because the word of God is wisdom that sits here. Are you with me, please? Yeah. You know, Pastor Nana is not here. When the person is spiritual, it doesn't matter the education. 
the spirituality of, from the word of God. That's what Paul James said. It's the wisdom from above. It sits here. You know, there are similar different types. The other one that it comes from education and everything. So you find out that the person will be highly educated, but his behavior in your life, you wonder if you choose, you chose the right person. Are you with me, please? What you need is somebody with a higher wisdom. And the wisdom, many of us can testify. The other time, Apostle came here and I picked um, her with um, E.S. Um, is it Lavina, Lavina, Lavita, Lavina is Epiakole. E.S. Sarah, let me put it that way. E.S. Sarah. And then once we were chatting, they were asking, is this person in the church? You know, one of the names that came up, Antimony's name came up, Joyce's name came up, I said, yeah, they are, they are there. And then they said, one day they should come and visit because these are all our old members from years ago and they are still in the church. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And I'm saying this to say that many of such people would testify that those days, Apostle was very young. But when he's talking to you, you may be wondering, where this man, where did he get the, the wisdom from? Am I saying something right here? Why? Because of the word. So you see that the culture of, I cannot marry somebody who is younger than me. It should be strongly by the word of God, be removed and assess the person with the word of God. Say that I'm looking for leadership. I'm looking for security. I'm looking for comfort. Any woman looks for security in a marriage. If you see your wife fighting, your family members fighting, your siblings fighting, that means the security is not enough. It's not there. You have exposed a lot of things. So when the wife sees the people coming, he has to defend herself. And in the process of defending herself, she also makes a lot of mistakes. And then she becomes like she's just some way woman that you have brought into the, life, into the family. But once the person is security is secured, you've registered the marriage, she's assured that everything that we are fighting here is for us. You know, it doesn't matter who is coming. If your mommy is coming, it's not a big deal. Yeah, everything is under uh, here is going. We can support mommy without any issue. We can support daddy without any issue. But once you leave the security aspect. The comfort of the whole thing. I'm saying, say that women, they lack comfort. That's how God created them. Yeah. That's how God created them. God did not bring Eve to come and came to her, but Adam was already working, making the garden very comfortable. Yeah. Why am I going into all these things? <laughs> Why am I going into all these things? Yeah. No, no, we need to renew our minds. We need to. We need to. One of the things that brings this association. Association. Yeah. Somebody can come into your life and your boat will begin to sink. 
you don't know what the person did. Meanwhile, the person knows what he has done. I'm talking about Jonah. Yeah? The people were just happy, just sailing, busy. Their boat was full. The economy was going well for them. Their finance account, bank account, everything was cool. Until this guy who has gone to disobey God or done something that was not appropriate and came into their life, everything started going down. Yeah? Everything. There are certain people, as soon as they come, your boat begins to go, it begins to go down. Your bank accounts begin to go, and many things. And sometimes you have to sit up and catch a spiritual revelation and say that, who are you in my life now? What have you brought? It's not always we say for better, for worse, for better. No, that is true, but it is, you, before you go, you need to assess it. Are you the Jonah that who has disobeyed God and you are coming to my boat to come and sink these boats? Association. Yeah. I'm very particular about it. Seriously. There are certain people when they come into your life, see that every, many things are changing positively. 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 Wow. And you should also be, be able to recognize that and cherish such people. Appreciate such people. I always say thank you to people that I can see that they are contributing positively towards my life. I always say that. Say thank you for coming into my life for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Are you here or we are... We... Associations. Associations. There are so many examples in the Bible that that is what Paul said, you know. He said that we have to be we have to be careful how we yoke. You get it. And some of us, our relationship with somebody a day or two, you begin to download everything upon the person. Sometimes they even wonder, why are you downloading all these things upon me? You don't know me that long. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Many people's life have changed because, and it's very dicey when it comes to marriage. Because the person said, I love you, baby. You know, so you know that you, you are thinking that the person is bringing something positive. By joking to the person has changed everything. And you should be able to see that since the day one, sometimes even the bills, maybe the debts, maybe some of the things, you keep fighting and fighting, hoping that one day our lives will get better. And sometimes they will not. And they know, they know what they have done. They know. Jonah knew exactly what he, he had done before he came. And to the people saw did cast the lot, and then he fell and said, ah, no. We need to throw certain people out of our lives. 
and there will be peace. There will be sanity. There will be progress. There will be prosperity. Yeah. Epi said, if you are mad, don't throw your husband out. <laughs> Honey, you didn't come to church today. When we went to church, Reverend said, you, you are the cause of all my issues. <laughs> I need to throw you out of my life. <laughs> yeah. Proverbs thirteen twenty. See, these are some of the messages that sometimes I believe that retreat will give us long hours and give us opportunity to take my time. We teach, teach, or ask questions. We go through the word because it's the teaching that changes a lot of things. That is why the madman of Gadara said that when Jesus delivered him, he did not allow him to go. He said, the, people, the Bible says that when the people came and they said the man who, the, the number, number of uh, demons came out, sitting under the feet of Jesus with his, his right mind, that is the change that they saw. The mind... The mind. It tells us that the mind is also sitting in our head. So if somebody is leading you and the person is not doing well, it affects you. I was telling somebody yesterday that when you were going to marry, I used to always, my niece, talk to you about this because one of the things that can change a woman's life is the man that you will bring into your life. Oh, yes. It can make you or it can just break you. Yeah. This man is just a school bus not moving. The red light is always flashing. You park behind. You don't know how to pass. If you pass this person, you will get a ticket for $500. If you don't pass, you are not going anywhere. Yeah. Am I preaching, please? Look, think about it carefully. And these are some of the things that, brethren, some of us, the messages like that is not for us. It's for our children. We need to sit them down. This is the time that to seek the young ones that are 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Don't let them think like American children where sometimes they cannot see some of these things well. Proverbs 13, 20, please. He that walketh with wise men shall be what? Shall be what? You don't need to be wise. But once you walk with them, the impartation. So imagine they are not wise people. It is also the same. Hallelujah. Are you there, please? Yeah. Yeah. The companion of fools... It's also shall be what? Yeah. Hallelujah. We need to. We need to. We need to.
Let's trust God to have one of the things to pull down. It's all the same, the word of God. Give me Job 29 verse 3. Everybody should have two lights in his or her life. The light to your path. Proverbs, um, Job 29, I think verse 3. Job had two lights. And I'm saying that every one of us, we need two lights. One that will shine on our path. You know, and the one that will also recalibrate our mind and restructure our mind. And Job said, when his candle shine upon my head, that is the one that was recalibrating Job's mind. Hallelujah. And when by his light I walk through what? Two lights. It takes away many strongholds. You need the light upon your path. You need the light to know where you are going. You need the light, but you need the light also to sit on your head. Hallelujah. To restructure your mind, to recalibrate everything, remove. That's what Jesus was doing. That you have heard, but I'm saying, you have heard, I'm saying, you have heard, I'm saying. He was recalibrating their mind, their mind. And those who came closer, the disciples, he went to them. He comes to you too, you don't understand. Come, let me help you more. And then he will further explain everything to them. Hallelujah. It doesn't take only three years. Even that, look at um, um, Peter. After so many impartations, teachings, and everything, even when Jesus left, he was still going to make a mistake. I go a fishing. Meanwhile, Jesus demonstrated that if you trust me, you will become fishers of men. In Luke chapter 5, John 21, the brother's mind was still not as strong as Jesus wanted it to be. That's why he asked me, do you love me? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Let's renew our mind. Let's come out of, you know, that is why I try not to relate, live my life as where I come from, the tribe I come from. Many places I go, if you ask me, are you an Ashanti? I will say yes. I don't need to say where I where are, are you, where I, no, I won't say it because I want to relate with everybody. And I said last week, this week, yes, I'm chatting with somebody. Say the brethren from Nigeria, if we can learn from them, many things will change. Yeah. They have passion for everything. They're very passionate. Yeah. Ghanaians are peaceful and more relaxing. We, 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 we easily go into our comfort zone with ease. We go into our comfort zone with ease. Yeah. Okay. Once I get my Toyota Camry and get my small house, it's cool. Yeah. That's cool. My mortgage is manageable. It's not a big deal. Yeah. 
Is that not true? Yeah. So sometimes when I say that, please go into real estate development, investment. Reverend, at this age, at this age, how old are we? Are you with me in place? Yeah. But if we can sit up and recalibrate our mind and find out that, look, the potential in me, I can do a lot. I can do a lot. Yeah. That's why those who come, those who will get opportunity to come close to me, find out how I keep pushing you more. I keep pushing. I keep pushing. I keep pushing. Yeah. Because you can. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The next principle, maybe in the nerve of the mind, mm. then we will be closing. Principle number, after you are saved, your body is still the same. You must keep it under, give me number seven. Add, we want to add the two principles and then we will close. After you are born again, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts, and you must learn to think on the what? On the right things. Go to the point number six, please. After you are saved, your body is still the same. You must do what? First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. Chapter 9, verse 27. Maybe we'll close with this one. Are you happy that you came to church today? Please. But I keep, give me from 25. Let's read from 25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is what? Temperate, moderate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain corruptible crown, but we are incorrupt, incorruptible. The next one, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, as, not as one that beateth the air. The next one, but I keep, I keep, I keep under my body, and I keep the flesh. Who is speaking here? The person who wrote 15 of the New Testament books. He's saying that there's no magic to survive. There's no magic to not to have fornication or do um, um, things that are not pleasant in the sight of God. The only way is for you and I to intentionally push that thing down. I wish we have a water and a, maybe a floating object here. You know, maybe I should have organized that. If you put a ball in a bucket of water, you're trying to push that thing down. You see that the ball is also trying to come up. Is it true? Yeah. And that is how the flesh behaves. The the, this particular body, this thing, the container, it will not change and it will not, until Jesus comes. Then we remove this corruptible one and then we put on the incorruptible. 
Hallelujah. That is the one that we will take to heaven. That is why you will find out that when you go to heaven, you won't have all those boom-boom-boom-boom in your body trying to go and marry somebody over there. There's no marriage. Gungulungus in your body. <laughs> if you don't get gungulungus, then you need a medical help. <laughs> Are you with me, please? Yeah. So Paul said, I keep it. He wrote 15. At Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Philippians, Colossians, First and second. The reason, the way I remember is I give first, second Corinthians, and then I mention JPEG or yeah, Colossians, first and second Thessalonians, first and second Timothy. Then it goes to the Titus, Philemon, and then Philemon, and then Hebrews. Is it not 15? Did I say all of them? Yeah. He wrote 15 of them. Reverend, we have forgotten. You just mentioned it. You keep on going. <laughs> you 15, he's saying that, wow, somebody who can bring powerful revelation concerning how even marriage is supposed to be. It's a mystery that a major said that nobody, nobody was able to talk about that particular thing apart from Paul. But he is saying that I keep my body, the flesh, my body, and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Give us amplified version or new living translation. Maybe someone, another version is sometimes, I, I bring it under control. So you find out that New living on amplified. You find out that for us to escape some of these things, eh, you know, the fruit of the flesh, we have to intentionally, it's an intentional thing. And Bishop was saying the other time that, you see, the flesh and the, and the, I wish we can have more time for this particular subject. The flesh and the spirit, they are always fighting like that. Somebody would like to see the spirit wants to sit on top of the um, um, what do you call it? If I can call you the seat, your seat, and the flesh is also tr tries it tries to also do the same. So there, there's always this contention, and Paul is saying that the only way for the spirit to succeed is for me intentionally to press or put the flesh under control. Push it down so that the spirit can come up. Hallelujah. So you find out that you become born again. And the spirit of anger that you were having, and the, after you leave the church and you go home, you find out, you wonder, because as the word of God was coming, you say, now, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Then just you get home. And then one statement from the person that you are living with, your partner, or your, and then you begin the anger. Why? Because the control part. The control. But like a boxer, I buffet my body, handle it roughly. I love that. 
You have to tell your body that you cannot continue to be in this gungulungus. Why? Just behave, 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 behave. Behave. Discipline it by, can you see that? It's difficult to keep the flesh under control. It has to come with hardship. He said, I was talking to one of the sisters. He said, she said, you sound tired. I said, yes, I'm tired. And I walk because I went for a walk. I found that the walk is having a toll on me. There are times that I feel like I want to collapse. Sometimes when people say, oh, I saw you run. I said, next time when you see me, please, just put me in your vehicle and bring me home. Because... The issue I'm having is I've gone too far that now I have to just come back. <laughs> How many have exercised and you feel like you are, you are collapsing, you are dying? Yeah. You are almost dying. Yes. And that is what he said. Discipline it by hardships. And subdue it for fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel and things pertaining to it, I myself, you should come to a point that you are, you are even crying because this thing is pushing you to fornicate. And he said, you will not fornicate. And then you find yourself crying. God help me. God is saying that at that time, it's not about prayer. And I decide that, look, you will still stay under here. Stay here. And I myself should become unfit, not stand the test, and unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. Ma, may it never happen to any of us. In the name of Jesus, you will not be a counterfeit. You will not be rejected by the Father. I say you will not be rejected by the Father because God will give you the grace to control Brethren, we need to come to a point that we grow to control ourselves. A Christian should not ins ins insult somebody. There are certain words should not be able to come out of our mouth, irrespective of what, what is going on. Irrespective of what is going on. Yeah. Recently, I was telling somebody that in those days when I <laughs> we are running late, these days I have stopped blowing the horn in the car. You can see that the, the flesh is trying to push me to, like today. Oh. <laughs> then I, I will be quiet because the truth is that whether you blow the horn, you don't blow, we are late. So what difference does it make? So if you think about it, if you look carefully that the thing is not, it doesn't even make sense to get angry. One time somebody said, when you are driving on the highway, you are speeding, you bring the one, especially have roads that you have traffic light. Then you, you blew the one over somebody, and then you pass the person, go to the other side, go, especially the people that they drive on the left side with the slow speed. Then you just go and meet the traffic, and the person will come and also catch you up. So, so you wonder, is it, was it necessary? Was it necessary? Yeah. So sometimes people will say that this person, this person sitting in his car, if he or she gets to know that you are a pastor, what would he think? Yeah. 
control. You are so angry, you don't know what to do. Yeah. Control. You grow so angry with your partner that when a person cooks the food, you won't eat. No. No. I will eat the food. After that, I will squeeze my face again. Ah. Why don't you rise up and let's close. Let's close. <laughs> you can't ask help me. If I have gotten been so angry that I will say that I will not eat your food. It won't happen. The food is not included in the anger. The anger is different from the food. I will eat it fully. Yeah. After that, I will sit down and squeeze my face. The problem is not solved. <laughs> One and two, let's open our mouth. Let's begin to pray. Let's ask God. Thank you, Jesus. Brethren, the first Paul spoke in 1 Corinthians 9, 27. I want you to just ask yourself simple questions. Do you have the flesh? Do you also have the flesh? If you have the flesh, that means the word is for all of us. And I'm using myself as an example. That certain things can really, can easily tip me to become angry. Are you with me, please? Especially when you are in a place that nobody knows who you are. Can you allow God sees from everywhere? Allow the Holy Spirit to calm you down and see that. You see, and it, and it, it pays off. One time, I was going to Ghana and I was using BA from Newark Airport. And then the flight delayed. And when the flight delayed, I'm sure those who were there, they were going to... Um, reconnect and other things. So, because of that, some people were trying to. So, I was just standing in the line, waiting. Waiting, 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 waiting. So, when I got to the counter, then the person standing behind the ticket or the cast, the agent, I didn't know that she was a, a supervisor. So, she said, I've been watching you. As people are screaming, people are doing this, you've been standing there very quiet. Where are you going? I said, I'm going to Ghana through UK. He said, okay, give me, let me see your ticket. So my ticket, I want to upgrade you just for controlling yourself. You get it? Yeah. It, pays, it doesn't, whether you scream or you don't scream, the thing has delayed. Whether you get angry, you don't get angry. It, it, it can, you can't change anything. There are certain things they are not, you think about it carefully, you find out that you cannot do anything about it. Are you with me? And that is why the Bible encourages that the fruit, the fruit of the flesh, we should not give it a place. You know, that's Galatians 5. But rather, we should trust God to have the fruit of the Spirit. And that is what, and it takes time for, for anything to bear fruit. It doesn't come in overnight. This anger thing and the self-control thing, you need time to develop yourself gradually, gradually, gradually. Gradually. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which worketh presence within a company. Oh, give us uh, King James. King James. King James. Give us the fruit of the flesh so that we can work on ourselves. The fruit of the flesh. I think from 17, 517. But the, yeah. For the flesh lasteth. Go back again. Let me see. The fruit of the flesh. But the fruits 
the work of the flesh. Okay. For the flesh lasteth against the spirit. Can you see that? And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one to the other, so that ye cannot do the thing that ye would. That, was, I was, that, was, that is what I was saying. They are always fighting. Verse 18, But ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. The next one, 19. Now, the works of the flesh, thank you, are manifest, which are these, what? Number one? Number two? Number three? Number four? Next one, please. Number five? Yeah. We can even make, even sometimes, your job as an idol without knowing. Without knowing. Without knowing. One time, when I became a pastor, years back initially, you know, I used to, those who, I mean, many people knew me at that time, as an usher, we used to have a shirt and a tie, white shirt and a tie. And I used to have only two shirts and a tie all the time. Then, 2003, I became a pastor. When I became a pastor, suddenly, I became conscious of what I'm going to wear every Sunday, you know, going to conscious. Instead of trusting God for anointing, I was paying attention, what would I wear? What would it, and then I started thinking about clothes I would buy. So one day, I had a dream. And then in the dream, I packed my bag, you know, packed on my shirt, everything. As I was about to go, then a, somebody took like a spade or something, shovel, a dust red from the spade into the bag. And I got angry. You know, and then when I woke up, God was telling me that now your conscience is on how you will look. But to me, that is not important. Are you with me, please? We can pay attention to yourself so much, you yourself can easily become an idol to yourself. Then witchcraft. Witchcraft simply means manipulation. This is what I'm saying. This is what we will do. Anything else will not be done. Control. You manipulate. Witchcraft is not a caricature that sits on the tree or sits on the broom and move around. Some of them are like that. But anybody who manipulates, you see that when we are around you, we have to do, we have to do what you are saying. Nobody else can counter what you are saying. Yeah. Hatred. Variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions. Yes, it's true. You don't have the, the, the actual truth about the person. And yet, you are relating with the person based on what Lydia told you. How can you relate with me because of what Lydia has said to you? Because I said I will come and visit you. And I said, oh, ask for Reverend Kwame. Leave. It's not like that. You know, he said he will come and visit you. He won't come and visit you. Then from that day, no. Please, it's one of the things that it affects our blessings and it affects everything that God wants us to relate with people based on our own revelations. And I want to say it again. Jesus said, who do men say I am? 
And then the people said it. They said it. Jesus knew exactly. He said, don't relate with me based on what people have said. Because I'm not one of the prophets, Elijah, John the Baptist. I'm different. And he said that. But you, who do you say I am? They were making a mistake, big mistake, relating. I will always relate with princesses. I relate with princess based on my relationship with her. One on one. It has me to really not to say anything negative about anybody. Based on my relationship, this person is sweet. Based on my relationship, everything is sweet. Based on my relationship, Joyce is sweet. Based on my relationship, uh, Auntie Agi is sweet. Based on my relationship with the person, and Cindy is sweet. That's it. That is all that is important. That is all that is important. And let's move from this level of, you know, because of what you have heard about other people. Because as a pastor, sometimes I tell, can you talk to this person, what you are telling me? I want you to talk to this person because to me, this person has more knowledge. That's how I relate with people of God. We are four pastors here. When you come to me based on school, I'll, ask, I'll tell you that, talk to Epianita. Uh, if you come to me based on things challenging, you need prayers, either I'll direct you towards LP Pam, towards Pastor Nana, you know, based on uh, what you will tell me. And that is how. So as I'm saying, don't say, ah, as for Pastor Nana, I can't relate with Pastor Nana because Pastor Nana will say, because of this and that is why you are going through this, because of that, you don't want to talk to Pastor Nana. Ah, no. Some of you. <laughs> no, no. Get to know. Don't let gossip be part of this church, please. No. No. The next one, 21, please, my dear. Envies, murderers. Don't let us envy any. Rather, if you see that somebody, that's what I'm saying. I've said somebody has PhD. Wow, my doctor. I tell people, my doctor, it's not easy to study. If you want to go, the person to become have PhD. Are you with me? Rather, you encourage others to also, or if you yourself can become. You see somebody has bought a house, just be happy for the person, whether it's good or bad. Just find out, how can I also do the same? Are you with me? Drunkenness, you know, Apache, we should trust God to stop some of them. Well, how did you know that we drank? Revelance and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Give us 22. Give us 22. By the fruit of the Spirit, I see you having the fruit of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Say love, peace, joy, long-suffering, that means patience, gentleness, that's what we were talking about, self-control, goodness, faith, belief, the next one, meekness, temperance, against such, there's no law. If we can just take these things one after the other and say that from today, I'm going to trust God to live like this. You will see. Lift up your hand, let's pray, please. Father, we bless you, O oh God. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you Jesus. The fruit of the Spirit. The of of the Spirit. Oh, yes, Joy, Lord. 
long-suffering. Oh, yes. Meekness, Lord. Meekness, O oh God. Meekness, meekness, temperance. Against such things. That means against such things we will make it into your kingdom. That is what we want to do. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we bless you. We honor you, O God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your church. Thank you for your people. Lord, we ask, O God, we will become like Paul that we will put the flesh under control. We will, we will buffet the flesh. We will, with hardship, Lord, that times that is difficult, we feel like we have to reverse, we, we feel like we have to, cons- I mean, confront the person. We feel like we have to get angry. We feel like we have to pay back the same thing, even higher pain. Lord, help us. Help us. These are the things that come from the flesh. And rather, Lord, let the fruits of the Spirit guide us. We experience love in our lives. Joy, Lord. Lord, the fruit of the Spirit will bring peace. It will bring peace. Temperance. Goodness. Gentleness. You have given us great people. Lord, cause us to have more ladylike brethren and more gentle brothers. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. I think it's a good place to put your hands together for Jesus. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.